Dylan. Denigrates himself. Yes, you're the, you're the, <laughs> the game dev here. Oh, I'm an app developer now, but... <sighs> okay, well, never mind then. Yeah, I'm no. Gonna waste, <laughs> not, I'm going to waste my time talking to some shitty app developer. Yeah, sorry. Um, no, that's no, right, mate. Welcome to the Well Played DLC Podcast, Australia's juiciest gaming podcast. I'm Zach Jackson, joined by Adam Ryan. Hello. Nathan Hennessy. Hi there again. Jordan Garcia. Hello there. And making his return after how long? After a long oh. time is uh, Dylan Blueru. Hello. Welcome. Welcome to my podcast. I'm back. I'm taking over. Mate, it's uh, good to have you back. It's been been a while since we've uh, had you on here. Yeah, Too long, some would say. You know, I agree. I'm very Others happy wouldn't. to sit. Yeah, some someone wouldn't. I'm sure someone probably happy to see the see the end of me. But um, I'm I'm back now, and I'm keen to chat about whatever it is we're chatting about because honestly, I'm not aware. That makes two of us, mate. I'm not <laughs> the doco yet, so. <laughs> Uh, no, you know, good nice to you. good to have you here. Uh, you other three, nice to see you again. Likewise, as always, mate. Yeah, happy to be here. Are you though? Yeah. Nice, nice. How are we all? All good. Terrific. Getting a bit chilly down here. Chilly yeah, on the willy. I was going to say it's uh, a bit a bit cold in Melbourne. Yeah, today. it looks like we're. Uh, all our south siders are pretty rugged up this evening. How cold even oh. is it, though? Like, what's cold? Ooh. Cold enough. It's been travelling sub oh. five degrees for the past couple of nights, I think, and highs of like ten with rain. So it's and we're not in winter, but well, I guess by the time this this potty comes out, it'll be winter. But this is the most it's the coldest we've had this autumn. In fact, the trees next to me in the neighbour's place have only just started going red in the past week. Autumn's hitting late. Hanging in there. Good on him. Yeah, we, um, I was sitting here starting work at 11 o'clock and it was a brisk five degrees at 11 o'clock and it was not a fun time. I had, had a, a big jumper on, had a blanket and I was still shivering my ass off. It was not a fun way to start the day. Even my, my cup of coffee was pretty well useless at that time. And we know how well insulated those Tassie homes are. Oh yeah. Built for the cold. Always built for the cold in Tassie, even though, you know, it's fucking Antarctic down here. Please read, uh, yeah, they're, they're sarcasm listeners. There is no insulation <laughs> in Tasmania for whatever is, goddamn reason. Is there Tassie is a reason. Holmes we won't go the, into uh, it. Is Tassie Holmes the Australian version of Sherlock Holmes? Yeah, sure. Why not? He's a, he's a top blog. He's a top blog. Right. We all like Better him. homes, in fact. <laughs> and gardens. <laughs> I was about to say. Good. Hmm. How are you, Zach? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm okay. You know, the usual. Dead inside. Oh. That's right. I thought right. you had a new lust for life after these new oak releases. In fact... Hey! Oh, hey, 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 let's look at you. You know, baby. We have... 
What do we Aaron's, got? Aaron's Aaron's mum's caramel slice this week. I love Aaron's mum's. <laughs> well, sorry, mm. one of them at least. Mm. I mm. love that Dylan's back after months of being away, and he's like, "Fucking nothing's changed." <laughs> it's yeah, I was going to say, I've I've had my like subpar Jordan joke. I've had my oatmeal like <laughs> prep for review. Like, we talked everything. about vacuums prior to the podcast, yeah, mate. It's all, it's all back on rails for you. Let's yeah. give this. Um, let's give this thing. Let's let's read about Erin's mum's caramel slice. When Erin isn't trouncing her mates at game night, you'll find her baking up a storm, cracking the recipe for her mum's caramel slice, inspired by this luscious caramel. Car- what by this luscious caramel chalk milk of your dreams, fresh baked to perfection and teaching hungry thirsty a lesson. Game over. Let's give it a crack. All right. So just to clarify, what what happened? What happened before? All right. I'll 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 do this after. You go first. You go first. The people are on edge. It smells right, actually. Let's see if I can gargle this week. Do you need to do that with milk? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Too much. It's the Not adjusting bad. of the mic specifically so you can gargle. I had to, mate. The well, last time I tried to gargle, but like looking downwards. downwards. You went down? Yeah. yeah. Do, do you want me to uh, boost <laughs> that in post for you? Just make the whole podcast that. Just make that like, can you voice replicate? Oh, no, you know what? No, for, well, now whenever open. anyone says anything naughty, I can use that gargling sound <laughs> as the censorship bloop. <laughs> yes. Okay. Well, I like that. He's going to do it again. <sighs> All right. Nice. All right. So, now oh, what God I want to say, it, Adam. I give that a six and a half to a seven out of ten. Okay, I know Aaron's mum's done me better than that. Well, no, that's that's what I'm confused about. Like it's it's Aaron's it's Aaron's mum's caramel slice, correct? But in the little bio that you read, which I assume is on the carton, which again is also weird, is it? It sounds like Aaron made the caramel slice of her mother's. So I'm wondering what happened to Aaron's mum. Where is Aaron's mum? Oh, that's a dark her, story. Uh, basically, what, what happened was um, Oak kidnapped the mum and then messaged Aaron being like, now we're not going to send her back until you give us the recipe <laughs> for her uh, for her caramel slice. And she goes, I'll do you one better. I'll make it right in front of you. Is there a, so, a missing photo of Aaron's mum on the side of the, the Oak? <laughs> 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 well, no, because I know where she is. She's not missing. Of oh, shit. Mm. I don't know, bro. I'm here for Aaron's mum. Yeah, I don't know Aaron's about this. Got to go high. Anyway, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> so Dylan, yes, you're the you're the the game dev here. Oh, I'm an app developer now, but <sighs> okay. Well, never mind then. Yeah, he did himself. Waste my time talking to some shitty app developer. Yes, yeah, um, Dylan no, That's right, mate. Uh, I forgive you. All right, let's get uh, into it. So, Dylan, what have you been playing the past two years? <laughs> the past two years? No. Probably a, bit of, just probably a little just, bit of Binding of Isaac. That's probably what I've been playing consistently weeks. over the last two years. Yeah. Uh, last couple of weeks, oh, are we jumping straight into review stuff? Or? Nah, we're not. Ah, cool. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> I played through uh, KO the Kangaroo. That was a fun oh, time. Was it, though? It was, it, was right. mate. It, was, it was okay. It was okay. It's not even Australian. Actually, speaking of, just to jump it's in. It's not. It's Polish. That... Yeah, yeah, which is strange. Yeah. But have you seen the video of that dude wrestling that kangaroo the other day? Mm-hmm. Is there it's a recent dancing. one, is there? 
Yeah, it's intense. I remember man. the old boxing match one. Yeah, the dude, no. stop with a covered dogs in in the shit. But yeah, yeah that's what I was thinking. From a day or two ago, uh, mm. they are scary beasts. Anyway, carry on. How was Ko? Well, yeah, that was that video was actually just me playing Ko the kangaroo. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, it's it's it's. I don't know. It felt. It definitely felt underdone in the sense that it it kind of just felt like I was playing a '90s platformer, which again being a fan of 90s platformers was kind of a good thing to me like it 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 wasn't amazing but it felt very comfortable <clears throat> something that i could just sit down for like you know an hour or two of a night and you know get the collectibles you know play through the odd level or two or whatever but in the end it was yeah it was, it was all right um but yeah in terms of other games um been going through uh, Trek to Yomi still as well. Third playthrough of that. Don't know what you Jeez. guys thought of that. Um, I'm Third going for the Platinum, obviously. Um, you know, that's why you have to play games three times, end up hating them and then uninstalling them afterwards. But anyhow. Um, that. Yeah, that's uh, Trek to Yomi as well, which again, I thought was was okay. Probably not as good as people were hoping it was going to be. Mm-hmm. And I guess lastly, uh, on a bit of a Call of Duty kick of the last couple of days just because of the modern warfare 2 announcement um so i actually went back to play the modern warfare remastered so not 2018 but the remastered um campaign because i actually never finished the cod 4 campaign um so i've been playing a bit of that doesn't hold up (laughs) as much as i was hoping it would (laughs) um but it's still a nice thing to to go back to you know i played a decent amount of that campaign a few times but just never you know smashed through the last third of it to to actually finish it so did you get the, uh, well. the mile high club achievement oh mate i can't even remember what you have to do for that one yeah. the airplane sequence uh is it after the credits yeah after the credits on uh the hardest difficult veteran i think is the hardest it's bonkers it's yeah skydive to safety on veteran difficulty i, I am playing through it on veteran of course um I did which not is that. yeah horrible Playing a Call of Duty on Veteran just fucking sucks. It takes the funnier, doesn't it? It's oh, blimey. mate. Mate, I was screaming yesterday. Because the, the kills room. are so cheap. Or the deaths, rather. Well, it's not even just that. It's just like you, you sit in a corner and you start picking people off and you're like, this is mint. And then like all you hear is just like three three nades like roll directly under your feet yep. and then you're yep. fucked. Um, but yeah, no. I've been playing a little bit of a few things. Um, but yeah, fair amount of games uh, as of late. What's the okay? So since you've left, well played, mm. your turn coat. What's the best <laughs> game that you've played? <laughs> what's the best game that I've played in the last? What? No, how long? How long has it even been? Not the best months. game he's played is clearly uh, he's been playing a bit of Battlefield Three on the PS3 as well. Oh yeah, hell yeah! <laughs> uh, like one of the best games in the last year, I'd say for me. I mean, I, I'd be generic and say Horizon Forbidden West, but I won't. I'm going to say Lost Judgment. Okay, nice. Yes. Cool. It's an off-brand right. pick. Oh, my arm is... I think so... I like that better than Horizon Forbidden West, so mm. I, yeah. I'll, I'll give you that, eh? Lost Judgment. Even the, the, the latest DLC that came for it, came out for it, the Kaito Files, get around it, good game. Is that is that standalone or do you need Lost Judgment? Cause I, still I do, bela- I do believe I you need... It. I do believe you need Lost Judgment to play mm. the DLC, yeah. That and yeah. it's very much the way that they've like gone about that game. You have to pay a lot to like get into it. 
Because that DLC um, didn't come out to a long time after that game had already, you know, come out. At least, on. yeah, like, what, six to eight months mm. afterwards. Yeah, it was September last year and it would have came out in April. So, yeah, decent yeah, amount of time on. in between. Bummer, I've missed out. All right, Jordan, what have you been playing? Uh, a little bit more Guild Wars 2, played Boring. some Rocket League. Boring. Uh, yeah, I got thumbs up from Adam. Uh, and t- today I realized that the uh, randomizer for Elden Ring is an official release now. So it's not in beta anymore. So uh, I booted oh, up Elden Ring today. Uh, the enemy and item randomizer oh, for Elden fuck, Ring. Get that in the bin. I hate the, <laughs> I hate the sound of that. Straight so I have started my run today of Oops, Everything is Melania. Um, and it is uh, incredibly painful. <laughs> oh, no. I have no choice but to learn how to parry her, because if I don't, I'm not getting anywhere. Nah, fuck that noise. I think he plays in a leather gimp suit, because nothing about that sounds fun. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's fun. It's stupid. But uh, I, I tested out some of the other things that you could set it to. So, like, I did, like, oops, all the final boss, and I just saw this giant in the distance, like, a hundred times. It's uh, very entertaining. And uh, all your starting sets are randomized as well. So it oh. makes for an interesting time. Game of the year, baby. Mm. Nathan. Yeah, you, not a whole lot. Not a whole lot. Got, got a few little projects in the, in the works for Well Played. So uh, I think that'll be interesting to check out hopefully in the next week or so. But uh, just, in, just whilst I'm sort of winding down for bed, I'm a big bedtime switch player. So... What I've loaded up lately, uh, in, I, I've I've got I've stumped myself on Picross. I'm a bit puzzled out, so I've, I loaded up Bravely Default Two for the first time, and realised I'd been sleeping on that. It's a it's pretty it's a very beautiful little JRPG, and I'm someone that bounced off the first one. Um, I assume KB probably reviewed it for us. Yes, no? yes, uh, I believe so. Uh, I, I think believe he did. did. Yeah. yeah. I reckon it's probably his cup of tea, but um, yeah, I I like it. I like the the chibi, colourful art style rendered in the Unreal Engine. Looks really nice, and I'm having a bit of a time with it, but I'm only a couple hours in, and I think that's going to be a long slog, so yeah, don't expect to finish that anytime soon. Nice. All right, before before we move on to Adam, Nathan, last week we didn't discuss this because we ran out of time. We already went way too long. Hmm. But you dabbled in a little bit of Mario something Battle Strikers. Mar- Mario Ooh, Strikers. Mario Strikers Battle League Football. Sorry, yes. Go, yeah. give, yes, us a, yes. give us a quick rundown of uh, what you played. So I was really surprised by this one. I've not played any of the Mario Strikers before. This is a Mario football game or soccer game, depending on where you hail from. It's a 4v4, so you can have up to eight players in this one, and the AI controls the goalies, and it's... Quite hard for a Mario Sports title. The controls are a little bit complex. There's a lot of timing and perfect frames involved. I think if you've played the FIFA games, you'll pick it up because the control scheme is similar in many respects, at least in terms of the face buttons, passes, through passes, etc. Oh, through pa- not, not through passes, lob passes. It's very basic in its setup, so you don't have to worry about rules or anything like that. Um, and it's fast-paced. This game operates at a breakneck speed with a metal soundtrack. It's quite a surprising little turn for the series. So not only do you have this metal soundtrack, but the players are just absolutely brutalizing each other on the field. You're not discouraged from tackling opponents at any point. 
the uh, only penalty you face is it chucks an item on the field for them to pick up. And quite often that's not necessarily a game changer. Just keep tackling, baby. So this comes out on June 10, I believe. I think there's absolutely an audience for it. I think the best time people are going to have with it is if you can get your Smash Bros group around on the couch. This has a lot of that energy. This is really brutal, like gnashing at the teeth, white-knuckled, absolutely. You know, I, I think I referred to it as a blood sport in my preview, and I'll stand by that. This is a really quite unusual thematic turn for the series, and it's very brutal. Uh, I think some people are really going to enjoy that. What do That's you, my quick rundown. What do you think uh, takes the cake here? Are we, are we talking Mario Battle Football League, or whatever it's called again, or Kung Fu Kickball? Oh, oh, absolutely. So yeah, it's a good little Dope. comparison that you make there. But yeah, th- this is going to have to absolutely want okay. Kung Fu Kickball. But I mean, that, that's that's some unfair competition. <laughs> Can we talk about Kung Fu Kickball, man? Fuck that. You know what? That, 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 that trophy list? Bullshit. No, say, really? Absolute <laughs> bullshit. You have, to, you have to beat the... You have to do two uh, 1v2s, obviously, as the one against the hardest difficulty... Um, bots and it's legitimately impossible. You can't do it. Have, have, no, have, no, one, just, no one has done good. it. No one just has done good. it. No one so will the, do it. No one has done. No one has the platinum. No one. <laughs> and I, I reckon I had about ninety-seven percent on the first day, and I just I'm not going to bother. I can't. And you, you, you sure as hell one. know. You, sh, you sure as hell know they're never going to patch that game if you know what I mean. So, um, oh, hey, yeah. So. Um, yeah, pain in the ass. But shout out to Blowfish, though. Yeah, shout out to Blowfish. We will rebuild. That's it. It'll be okay. Wow, wow. Adam, yeah. pin those guys to the wall. What have you been playing? I've been on a bit of a, I'll say sports kick, but not in the the conventional sense. I've not been jumping into the NBA's and the Fifas, but like Jordan, I've slid back into Rocket League for a for a tickle, playing some Heat Seeker because that mode is the tits. Um, but I've also been playing some Roller Champions, the the new Ubisoft, oh. uh, the what is it called, Roller Roller Derby game with some some little tweaks to the the formula. I really enjoy it, and I'm sad that in a few oh, months shit. it'll probably be it'll probably be shut down, which is unfortunate. Hyperscape, but... Hyperscape says hello. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> From I'll, the other I'll, side, <laughs> Ubisoft, I feel like is probably rolling it out to die, but the game is solid. It's a lot of fun. But, yeah, I can't see it sticking around for too long. And in that vein, I was like, huh, speaking of games that were rolled out today, I wonder how Destruction All-Stars is doing. So You loved that too, didn't you? I did. I really enjoyed Destruction <laughs> All-Stars. And you know what? It didn't have many people to begin with jumping in on it. And there's fucking no one now. <laughs> how come I'm- I get roasted every week for liking decent games and then these pricks fucking like... Kung Fu kickballing. Fucking Hold up, Chief. You derby. can't say decent games like you're the... Nah, 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 nah. I'm not, no. I'm not accepting that. Mr. My... Milk Sommelier over here. Hey, yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's be real. Come on. And you got to admit, that one t- that one time we played Kung Fu Kickball as a, as a, as a bunch was a lot of fun. But that for was like probably the only... F- for the Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That was the issue. It was, yeah. was a good two minutes, though. I'm sure people say that a lot. <laughs> it was a good two minutes. <laughs> oh, baby. Good. Uh, <laughs> fuck. Um, I played nothing, so i got nothing to provide ah. to, to this conversation. I played one hour, I think, of Vampire the Masquerade, but you already heard enough of that last week. So, GTA 5 still on the back burner? 
everything's like, everything is on the back burner mm. at the moment. Um, yeah, that's Love that. uh, that's me. That's me for this week. Lovely. Um, all right, Dylan, you're here because you want me to you, be. We miss you. Well, <laughs> you've been fucking pulling the old. Um, yeah, what's going to say, buddy? Please, 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 Daddy. Can I have a code, Daddy? Oh, <laughs> finally, yeah. we finally got you uh, silt. Good old Dylan playing. Twist. Yeah, mate. That's it. <laughs> e, e, e begging for codes. <laughs> Fuck, yeah, no. Smart. The old one-legged seagull over here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I know you love you. you know you love your birds. So that's, that's, that's it. it mate. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Thank you for oh, reminding me because I meant to say this last week. No, this is actually, I don't know, kind of weird. But so last week, I meant to say this last week, but I completely forgot. But this week again, so you know how I got magpies, right? Anyway, one of the magpies has actually been booted from the nest. Well, we have not seen. No. So the so the baby that was, it's about two-ish years old now. I uh, have not seen it for t- two weeks. So I was doing some reading and, Within the first two years, basically, the mother and the father say, all right, off you go. Time to go live your own life in a new te- territory. So a bit sad. Anyway, um, the other night I was feeding the birds and I had like 10 pied karawongs in my backyard as well. So, And this also happened again last night. So there was like, it was like 10 to 12 pied karawongs in the backyard with five magpies in there as well it was i think words getting around it was mate it was crazy absolutely chaos uh but it was awesome it started awesome. to put together a, a full-on aviary mate that's it mate i got my own air force so <laughs> you watch out but uh, anyway carry on uh sorry you just re- reminded me about the birds so we're mate thanks mate. so yeah so yeah i mean silt <laughs> I mean, you reached out to me for silt. Let's be let's be real. Oh, <laughs> um, is that true? That. It is true. He, is he it knows. no? Didn't you ask me what I've got, and I said I got I've got silt. Potentially, that might be it. Maybe in the middle. Um, <laughs> we'll call it. A yeah, draw. we'll call it a draw. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think silt was um, announced or revealed where uh, during one of the more recent indie directs, I believe. Would anyone be able to? Yeah, clarify it was, that it was announced ages ago well like re-announced per se it was or maybe an, announced for the switch or something yeah 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 a couple of weeks ago um because that was the first time i'd heard of it and um yeah so essentially it's a sort of um it's very similar to to limbo so kind of initially what i say in the early part of my review is that I don't want to be reductive in the sense of calling it limbo but underwater, but it's essentially limbo underwater, right? Um, so you're a you know an unnamed unknown diver. Um, you awake at the at the bottom of the ocean, like the like real real down below the ocean, endless depths sort of vibes. Um, and essentially, you've got the ability to possess um, any sort of sea creature. That um that you encounter right, so the um the overall aim of of the game is you know you start there's just a blatant sort of summary of of what you need to do so um there's a giant uh, machine under the water and essentially to power that thing up you need to collect the souls of 
um, four different creatures, right? And each chapter is basically you possessing the smaller creatures in order to get to this greater creature to defeat it and steal its its soul, right? Um, again, it's very much limbo sort of vibes in this in the sense that you're you know you're going through, you'll find an item. It's a trial and error sort of thing where you're going to die numerous times trying to figure out where exactly you need to place something or what you need to do. Because it's like a puzzle game, isn't it? It, it, it is. It's, it's essentially yeah. just a puzzle game, right? Um, with, you know, it, it, entirely underwater, which again is, um, is interesting because underwater mechanics and controls aren't always the, the most fun to play about with. Um, so just, just correct me if I'm wrong, because I played the demo, but that was a, f- a while ago mm. now. Uh, mm. So when you possess the fish or like the yes. other sea creatures, you can bite your way through areas. Am I remembering that correctly? Or yeah. Just... So the first, so the first sort of opening puzzle bit, you're you you wake up as the diver and you're you're shackled up basically, and there's a piranha nearby. Um, so you've got the ability to you know possess the piranha and bite the shackles, and and yeah, there's um, you know different areas where the piranhas can you know bite through wires that you otherwise can't swim through and stuff like that um so yeah it's you know each sort of um creature has a sort of ability that you need um to use in order to progress further and um i guess the cool thing as well is that um possessions can be chained so there's a there's a bit early on as well where um there's nowhere for your diver to be able to to swim through but there are a bunch of you know small little fish around so you can possess one of the small fish swim through a tiny little crevice and then you know chain that possession onto a piranha and then you know cut the wire to let yourself through um so there are sort of areas where you you kind of need to you know chain various creatures around in order to you know get back to your diver and stuff like that there's other things like um like these sort of hammerhead shark type things that can break um you know rock obstacles and stuff as well um and then you can also do cool things like um you can it gets a bit creative in the sense of what you can actually do with some of the the creatures so you can swim some of the fish into poison and then use that to to feed other fish to kill them and stuff like that as well so it does get a little bit involved like you do that did take me a little while to think of because essentially there's like little little flower plants kind of at the bottom of of some areas that just spit out a black sort of poison you swim through that you can you know swim that fish into the mouth of another fish and it will will kill it right um so there's interesting sort of things like that that you need to do as well um and that's essentially what the whole experience is for the four hours um there's four like i said four or five chapters um you know to collect all of these um creatures spirits in order to power this mysterious machine and you know, there is a sort of um, payoff to a point, I guess, at the end, but it's very much like Limbo, one of those games where you don't really know what's going on and there it doesn't really care to explain it to you either, which, um, you know, some people may appreciate, but I kind of wish I also knew a little bit more of, a, of what I was actually doing and what was going on um, because it kind of just leaves that all t- to you to think about. When you say it's like Limbo, that's also in the art style too, I think, because it's yeah, it's, a very, it's a, like a black and white. It's it's black and white, monochromatic throughout the whole 
the whole thing yeah um it's not as distinctly just like black as as limbo was like there is a little bit more detail in the environments um of silt but yeah it's it's there's not much in the way of color at all when you said that it was four hours did it kind of did it fill out the four hours well or does it drag like because i know that limbo has kind of the the perfect length of you get to the end and you've kind of done all the puzzles and all the platforming and you're about ready for it to wrap up does it outstay its welcome or is the four hours about right i think if you get through it in that sort of period of time i think it it's just about right like i feel like if it were much longer i probably wouldn't have been enjoyed it as much even then though like i was saying to zach earlier i'm not 100 percent sure even now where i where i sit with it because it doesn't it doesn't have that sort of it doesn't feel as great as what limbo did um even though it is similar in the way in, in which it executes things um but yeah, I think the three to four hours that it should take you is, is a decent enough time. But there are a lot of sort of pitfalls in this game, similar to Limbo, where you're going to struggle for a couple of minutes um, to figure out what you need to do. And if you're the sort of person that takes a while to, to catch on to things, it's probably going to be a little bit frustrating in moments. Does it have like that instantaneous you die and then you're straight back into it? Or does it kind of throw you back it's, to a checkpoint? No, nah, it's, it's very much room-based in the sense that, you know, if you yeah. die within that room, you will spawn within that room. But there are the sort of um, things that happen in Limbo, you know, like where, you know, I think one part of Limbo, you run up a hill and there's a, you know, you would never know that there's a rock coming hurtling towards you and you die. And then you have to figure yeah. out the next time how to then handle that. There's a lot of stuff kind of like that um, gotcha. as well. So again didn't didn't really want to you know do the like skyrim with guns and call it light limbo but underwater but that's essentially kind of what it is (laughs) um but yeah i think it's i think it's okay so far playing through it a little bit more tonight just to finalize how i feel about it but um but yeah so where do you think you'll land if you had to put a number on it right now um probably between oh six and seven maybe okay i'm thinking um because yeah i don't feel like if there was more of like an interesting story and the payoff maybe was a little bit more like i actually understood along the lines of what was happening um i feel like it might have been a little bit more enjoyable and i mean subsequent playthroughs of, of games like these can often feel a little bit better as well i know you know playing limbo a second time always you know makes it feel a little bit better kind of once you've got a handle of what you need to do and, and how it works but yeah i just i wasn't particularly blown away by any of it to be honest it sounds harsh but it was it was there's nothing wrong with it it's just it's nothing you know truly stands out as as unique i guess the ability to you know chain particular creatures and possess them to you know do particular puzzles is a cool thing um but other than that it's it's quite similar to other things that you've probably played before. Nice. So, so Dylan, um, mm. I think I'm guessing Limbo is probably about a decade old now, at least. If it was this like 2009. Out, yeah. Yeah. Right. So if this had come out perhaps in a closer vicinity to that, again, a bit over a decade, perhaps mm. with that lens, you might look on it a bit kinder because it sounds like there's just that too much out there that's sort of done this perhaps a little bit. I more think so. Yeah. Because I mean, like Limbo for me is 
one of the games that made me want to be a developer before I went to uni. So I played that in late high school. Um, mm. And that was one of the formative sort of games that made me want to make games. Um, so, yeah, I mean, considering that related. Apps. And now I'm making apps. Um, but I'll make games. I'll make games one day. People people can fly occasionally or whatever it was. Um, it. That will, that will be a thing yeah. um, at some point. Um, but, yeah, I, I think if it had come out around that period, yeah, I think it would be a lot more... Um, I guess it just, yeah, I guess in a way it kind of just feels like an early era indie game. Mm, mm. Um, and again, that's not harsh. Like indies, um, you know, early indies of your, you know, your braids, your um, limbos, stuff like that. Like those games are all great games. Um, but yeah, I think it's just, I think it's just something that we've seen a lot of. And yeah. you know, the more you put up with something, the more you play something that is similar to something else, it's the staying power isn't quite as strong. But yeah. No true words have been spoken, so <laughs> about silt. But yeah, the review will be up what tomorrow. So I believe, yeah, yeah nice. tomorrow. Um, Very so, nice. Yeah, give, uh, give and that's that coming up. to all platforms from memory, or is it not Xbox? Uh, PC, uh, yeah, I think it's P- PC, PlayStation, Switch. Um, yep. So yeah, not Xbox. Cool. Very nice. All right, let's move on to Jorts. So, Jorts. Yes, 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 yes. Jordan, you want to start? Uh, yeah, sure. If I can remember what I want for Jorts. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, Monster Hunter Rises Sunbreak DLC is like the big ticket item for me. I'm a very big fan of uh, of Monster Hunter. So, you know, Beautiful. more is better. Um, it's going to sound weird. But I'm actually kind of keen for the Uncharted releases on PC. Not because I care about Uncharted. Weird. But, this guy. But because on the technical... Fuck off, on, on, on the technical sense, they're very good games. And I'm interested to see how they go on the platform. Um, yeah, so you're going to dissect them. I see how it is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's like, just telling you that. Secretly, he's got posters. Of, that's why he doesn't have, have his webcam up. He's got posters of Nathan Drake everywhere. <laughs> No, hey, 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 I never deny that he's not, you know, he's, he's that guy's a hunk, all right? Yeah. Like, you know, you, you won't catch me saying he's not a hunk. He's just obnoxious as fuck. Um, and a mess, but Di- Diablo Immortal, you know, it's Diablo. Uh, you know, I, I wanted a, a good... Uh, Do you have a fight, a- ARPG. It's on PC <laughs> as well. Oh, that's right. Um, I wanted a good ARPG. Couldn't get into Lost Ark. Uh V Rising is too much survival for my taste. Um, yeah. uh, Elder Scrolls Online High Isle, you know, it's just more, you know, Cyrodiil. I like the Elder Scrolls. Uh, and Readout 2, because, you know, I need that Wipeout fix, because Sony fucking does nothing with Wipeout, and it makes me so angry. Mm. Yeah, that's what the, that, that one's on my list as well, but what'd you call it? Readout. I swear it said Readout. Yeah, so did I. I was like, yeah. what the fuck is Readout? Anyway, read out to coming on June 16, is it? Uh, I believe so, something like that. Yeah, you June, would be correct. June 16, baby. Very nice. Uh, I will quickly go because I feel like talking, but uh, Silt was on my list. So i got a couple of games here that I'm surprised Adam didn't mention. Actually, no, it might even be one, sorry. So, yeah, Silt, 
is on the list. I'm just scrolling quickly through here. The Quarry, uh, which we spoke about last week. God damn it, Adam. What did I miss? I don't have the screen on. Yeah, you referred to Adam, but I think Adam hasn't yet had a chance to share his shorts with us. No, I'm talking about on the in the the Slack. Ah ha ha! Come on, you got him there. What don't peek behind the curtain, mate. Not everyone can see the, the Slack <laughs> chat. He's up. Hey, don't make me quit the podcast. <laughs> um, anyway, so the one game I thought maybe might be on your list is Phobia St. Dinfa Hotel. It's coming from Maximum Games, though, so I'm probably going to take with that what you will. Um, but first-person psychological horror game, so I thought you might be counting that. However, given that you liked, what's that game that you really liked and I thought was a little bit shit, the horror game? I thought it was really good, but also like a bit shit. PT? Bizarre, oh, fucking it, E.T. E.T.? P.T.? Um, you hate E.T. You can't hate E.T. He's a lovable e. alien, mate. He is, but P.T., that's a shocker. Uh, Visage. Yes, Visage, yeah. Uh, there's a game called Madison coming out, which which is what I thought you would uh, be keen on because it's very much mm. like Visage. Uh, so Madison is a first-person psychological horror game that delivers an immersive and terrifying experience. With the help of an instant camera, connect the human world with the beyond. Take pictures and develop them by yourself. Solve puzzles, explore your surroundings, and most importantly, <gasps> survive. That's coming on June 24. So I thought, uh, yeah, actually, it, it looks pretty cool. Um, and that, I think, is my jorts for the month. Oh, and Zorro, the Chronicles, of course. Who doesn't love Antonio Banderas? Um, I think that's it. I felt like there was one more. Nice. Oh, no, sorry, sorry. One more, one more. Born Punk, the Australian game that I'm covering this month for Made in Australia. That comes out on June 22. Now, 21, 22, 22. Um, point and click Cyberpunk game the podcast will be out hopefully now if you're keen to listen to that Nathan what are you keen for for Jorts oh June is going to be such a, a, a what a warm month in the Jorts there is so much to keep us occupied and indoors uh, I want I want to wax lyrical but I won't so I'll keep it nice and tight so just running from the top here, one that's just snuck in at the last second is Nemesis Lockdown coming out on June 1st. This is a pretty much straight adaptation of a board game that's only very recently come out in the past month. Uh, so this is kind of like a... Adam knows a lot more about it than me, but this, this game comes from a tradition of being like aliens or alien, but uh, as a tabletop game, and it's quite elaborate and luxurious, so this is actually looking really nice for a PC adaptation. We've also got Diablo Immortal because it doesn't hurt to have an action RPG, and this one could cut the mustard, hopefully, but I don't think I'll touch it on mobile. Sneaking in as well, we've got uh, Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes. It's uh, from the Musu style game, so like your like One Piece Pirate Warriors, Dynasty Warriors, all these kinds of things. It's a series I never finish, but it's a series I always enjoy indulging in. Outriders World Slayers. So the expansion for Outriders, a game that seems to have had very little buzz since it came out, because I swear I've not heard a whole bunch since it launched. June 30, so World Slayer might be the balm that needs to get people on board again. And, you know, it's going to get me in. I've not given the game any time, and maybe I'll be able to uh, coax Adam over as well. 
And uh, just for my indulgence as well, we've got Shadowrun Collection or the Shadowrun Trilogy that's going to be making its way over to consoles. So these games have been on PC for probably the better part of a decade now at least. So Shadowrun Returns, Shadowrun Hong Kong and Shadowrun Dagger something I've forgotten. But uh, these should be perfectly suited to a Nintendo Switch as sort of tactical RPGs. And lastly, for me, this is kind of a puzzle uh, detective visual novel game. This is AI or I. It is a play on words. I, the Somnium Files Nirvana Initiative. Quite the mouthful here, but this is a sort of anime flavored visual novel with some light gameplay elements. Uh, had the first one as a pledge this year in preparation for the sequel. So. Very much eagerly anticipating this. And there is a whole slew of other games I'm going to have my finger on the pulse with this month, but uh, we just don't have the time. So a very exciting month of June. Mate, I'm excited for you. Adam, tell us what you're keen for. Yes, so we've talked plenty about Silt. I'll be jumping on that because the the parallel to Limbo was enough to, to get me in. Um, Nathan and I will both be playing some Nemesis Lockdown, I would assume, because I have a deep love for the original Nemesis. I've played that on a table a few times. The game is fantastic. Um, very tactical, mixed with a little bit of, uh, a social deduction style traitor mechanic, um, which is just delicious. So I'm keen to see how they do that in a digital format. Um, there's also this first person psychological horror game called Madison that looks pretty good that I'm really keen for. Oh, it um, kind of looks like, um, Visage or whatever, isn't it? Or Visage. Yes. Which yeah. is a game that I, I played. Zach wasn't big on it, but I sent him the, uh, the trailer for, for this Madison game anyway. And it seems like he's pretty keen on it. Um, another game that it sounds like Nathan and I will be getting around is definitely Outriders World Slayer. I you and two really, other really, I've <laughs> he's probably not wrong nah he's not i i really like outriders um i reviewed it for the site and gave it i think a 7.5 from memory no you gave Um, it at least an eight i reckon it's the kind of game i reckon that you've given eight i think it might have been an eight it could have been i did i did really enjoy it at the time but the he's backpedaling yeah and (laughs) I will crumble. Don't put pressure on. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, post-launch, it just didn't get the the love that it probably needed to sustain any sort of community. So I'm oh hoping it will slay you, you gave it 8.5. 8.5, baby. Oh, no. oh that's very oh, generous. He's backpedaling. Right. I, I, I like Outriders, but 8.5 is very generous. While it yeah, might geez. appear to be just another cover shooter on the surface, Outriders' excellent class abilities, aggressive combat, and engaging loot systems allowed to stand toe-to-toe with some of the genre's greats. I didn't Zach, know you felt that way. So. Um, Do you know what? Zach, Zach are Do we I... allowed to be high when we write our reviews? Or... <laughs> okay, no. How much Fuck do we yeah. pay for None that of... one again? None of that's wrong. The the class system is fucking great. Anyway, I'm not getting into it with you boys. That's the big <laughs> ogles. Big ogles of video game reviews. <laughs> <laughs> Um, clarity. Yeah, post not clarity. <laughs> Fuck it, I've lost the plot. Uh, and the quarry. <laughs> Fuck you, boys. The quarry. I'm keen for the quarry. Though the multiplayer for that is delayed, which is a bit of a bummer. It comes. Spoilers for the July. news, mate. It's later in the podcast. We've got yeah, that. Wow. No one listen, No one stays around for the news, mate. Everyone's here for the. <laughs> I don't the, even stay around the for the, the news. Tight shorts and fucking. 
I don't even know if it's 90s film recommendations. That's That's right at the end, mate. You save the best to last. That's it. Dylan. Yo. Uh, Yeah, for me as well. You still got that pair of jorts? Yeah, mate, they're in there. Uh, Yeah, no, they're a bit tight. Um, (laughs) But, you know, if your nuts don't hurt, you're not wearing jorts, all right? So uh, (laughs) that's it. All right. (laughs) Oh, God. Do they they hang out at the bottom? Mm. Oh, well. Maybe. There's a, they're a bit tight on the leg, if you know what I mean. Of course you know. You do. Which, which anyway, <laughs> let's let's move on from this. He's, he's stitching me up. Um, so, yeah, Silt would have been on my list. Um, again, I feel like I might have oh, been yeah. a little bit harsh, but um, it, it, it my last, I guess, thoughts on Silt uh, is, you know, it is a very... Right. It's, it's, it's a good we'll game in the sense... No, 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 no. You let me have this, all right? It's. I don't know about you guys, but there's something very good about You're very not enjoyable. An, an 8.5, mate. I'm, I'm, sorry, no. I'm shutting that down. Well, no, I'm not going to have that post nut silk clarity. Um, but no, <laughs> I wanted to say there's something very enjoyable about a game that you can play from start to finish in a night. And I feel just like, like that order? is something in. Yeah, just like the order, mate. Can't wait. Just bloody. Oh, mate. I played that game in a night, actually. Good time. Um, but I won't let you know that, that I had a good time with it. I actually hated it. Um, but yeah, Silt. Let's just let's just let it go. Um, other games this month that I'm vibing. I'm having a look here. Not not a great deal going for, on for me. Again, the quarry. I will I will check that out. Um, when I was at Well Played, I was the um, super massive guy for the yeah. first two of the uh, of the old ones. Um, never played the Ashley Tisdale one. How was that one, boys? Was that was that any good? That's easily the best one. The best one? All right. Well, I might have to play that then as well. Um, play it right now. Yeah, all right. All right. That's what we're doing. The next the next six hours of the podcast will just be me playing that game. Um, Mario Strikers Battle League again. Um, I actually haven't played a Mario Strikers game ever, um, but I've gotten around all the other sports, you, you know, your tennis, your golf, etc. cetera. So um, wouldn't mind giving that one a go. Yeah, boy. In terms of other stuff, last thing I'd say would be um, Sonic Origins, um, if that actually is happening. Um, because, um, fun fact for you, uh, Sonic Mania, first review I ever did at Well Played. Um, Ooh, Dad, Daddy was Ooh. kind enough to give me Sonic Mania as the as the, the debut run. Um, so I wouldn't yeah, mind playing. It was all downhill from there, wasn't it? Yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> Gave it a gave it I a got, I got fucking override Mech City Brawl. What's this bullshit? Alright, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Adam, do I you want to know Arkham what my Horror. first review was? Yeah, go oh. on. I got a Metal Gear Solid 5. That's right. What? Fuck right off. Yeah, I'm pretty sure is a rough one. <laughs> 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 pretty sure pretty, that. I'm so sorry. Pretty sure two or three reviews after Sonic Mania I played Metal Gear Survive. Um Ooh. so <laughs> nah, your page of penance, mate. It did go it did go Very downhill. Good. Did go downhill hey, hey, from hey. there. Um, are, are you looking forward to Sonic Frontiers? Yeah, yeah, I am. I'm sure it'll be that, bad, but yeah, I am. <laughs> Funnily enough, that is like one of KB's top five most anticipated games this year, according to right, an earlier you, podcast. Jesus. Are you surprised? Yeah, well, if you, if you, if you, I think he has the Sonic Mania. He oh well, wow. he's done it. But no, the, the the way to know what games I like is to just ask KV what games he likes, and then that's what I want to play. And play the shitty versions of them. So, <laughs> wow. Um, so very enlightening. KV will play the the AAA versions, and Dylan will play the Blowfish versions. 
Wow. Oh, the Polish knockoff. <laughs> the Polish knockoff. Wowie. Um, no, other like than some that. Good games. What now? You like some good games. Oh, a few. <laughs> the Order. City on Switch. That's that's Zach handing you the olive branch. You too like the occasional good game. <laughs> nah, he's all right. Spr- Sprog Morton. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I guess that's it. I mean, I mean, shout outs also to um, the Carpet DLC, which has been mm. awaited heavily for like a billion years since that game came out. So um, I saw that just before and I thought, that hasn't that been out? Yeah, you would have thought so. You would have thought it would have been out about four I times. Thought maybe already, it's but... coming to like a different platform, but it, what, it's not actually released yet. No. Nah. Oh, shout out. Well, the original anyway. game was sort of around forever before it actually released as well. I remember seeing that. Like, yeah. For a few packs has gone like, on a few years. Legit, like 2013. I feel like that was like first shown, potentially. Um, probably right. But yeah, no, it's uh, something I look forward to to going back to. But yeah, that's me covered. Nice. All right, let's move on to the news. So, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, dumb name, release date and artwork revealed, coming in October 28. It is a dumb name. It is a dumb name. Um, Lord of the Rings Gollum is coming on September 1. Dumb I bet name. you can't wait for that. You'll get around that, surely. <laughs> I, feel like I, don't, I, can't know, I don't know if that's like an insult or not, like... It is. Like, it's definitely an yeah. insult. <laughs> or if you're it like, oh. looks like a stinker. I'd rather what? play Extinction. Oh, okay, so you know how we say, you know how we just gave shit to Adam for giving uh, Outriders an eight point five. I gave Extinction a seven. I think I was, I was. Hey, I guys. played that game the whole game on stream. Remember? You Good did times. Too. I can't yeah, sure it's you, that bad. But you never played all with Troll and I like you were supposed to. Nah, fuck. I got hammered when I played Troll and I that time though. Oh, great, great stream though. That was a good stream. It was good content. Still got to be done. I will follow you to the afterlife until you finish. (laughs) Afterlife. Wow. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of, replaced has been delayed until 2023. I don't know what this game is, but people were going on on about it. It looks good. Seen it before, but I don't know. It got delayed, so nice. Uh, A Steam listing for Returnal suggested it's coming to PC. Makes sense. Yeah. Get around it. Bioshock is free on the Epic Game Store. Don't know if it's still free, but if it is, uh, it is. grab it. Yes. Multiplayer for the quarry is being delayed until July 8, which we spoke about before. Bummer. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is has been officially announced and is coming in 2023. Uh, Adam, do you want to talk about that? I do, mate. Yeah, I really do. Uh, the trailer looks fantastic, and there's little hints of some maybe extended universe things that aren't canon coming back into canon. Um, people thought the the Grand Inquisitor from the Star Wars Rebels and potentially Kenobi, if people have watched that or not yet, uh, might be in it, but it's looking like he might be some bureaucratic asshole instead. Uh, it's a very short trailer, but it gets me all kinds of hyped because it's set, I think they've said four or five years after the the uh, fallen order so it'll be interesting to see what state old cal kestis is in because he looks like he's in a bit of trouble but yeah it's coming to just next gen next year next and year. i am incredibly six, excited six, eh? yeah mate fuck yourself new gen next gen <laughs> playstation 5 and xbox series x and s 
the no uh, PC? PC. Fucking, you're on my ass tonight, aren't you? <laughs> well, I'm just in that mood, you know. I could it's, tell. <laughs> it's it's Aaron's mum's caramel slice pack. Just puts me in that mood. <laughs> Whatever secret ingredient she puts in that, mate, it's got you in a mood. That's it. I'm like a cat with a bone. What? A cat with a bone? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I saw a cat walk past. That's why it threw me. <laughs> um, yes. Good one. Uh, so, the PlayStation. So, I don't know if you guys... Did you read the PDF document of the PlayStation uh, financial thingy that they did last week or earlier? Oh, yeah. They earn money. They did Big earn money. money. They love money. Uh, but yeah, it was actually a lot of interesting uh, <clears throat> stuff to come out of this. But one thing that came out of it was that they are, which is not really a surprise, but they're planning to stop releasing games for the PS4 by 2025. So by Jan 1, 2025, the PS4 will be no more in terms of first party support. I'm sure there's going to be third parties still coming out, you would think, on it. Maybe. Maybe. Surely. Maybe. Um, but I mean, that's still, yeah, well, that's three years away, two and a half years away. Hopefully by then the PS5 supply is much better and everyone's got one or most people, but I bet uh, it won't. I don't know. I mean, surely by then it ha- has to get better. Have, aren't they, didn't they say they're looking to revise it a touch to make it easier to produce or something? I don't know. Maybe I just, yeah, you have to use your imagination to buy it, <laughs> <laughs> you to sit in front of your TV and pretend <laughs> um, it's cost effective yeah oh, so yeah. it's pretty much that but in also get an in xbox series present, x too in this presentation <laughs> fuck i should have made notes on this thing because i didn't read it but i don't remember shit but basically they talk about i'm trying to find it um i can't find it but it's something to do with how they want to make a bunch of new games or something like that they, they want to invest in new ips i don't remember the percentages and stuff i'm trying to i'm scrolling through it just trying to see but I'm just going way too fast. I don't know. Fuck it. Just Google it. That'll, that'll give you a bit. <laughs> better, better We're professionals. I don't know. I read something. <laughs> just just Google, Google it. it. Hang on. Let me have a search. Um, <laughs> no, no, no. Just Google it. I am. Here we are. This is from IGN. The the real professionals. Uh, so by the end of 2022... Sorry, by the end of the 2022 financial year, Sony will be investing 66% in existing IP and 34% in new IP. By the end of 2025, it wants the number to be exactly 50-50. So, yeah, more new IPs is exciting. Yeah, bring it on. I love a good new IP. We get things like Returnal out of new IPs. I know I want more more exciting exciting new things rather than rather than just sequels, so bring it on. I, I yep. thought of this new IP they could do. It's called Wipeout. <laughs> <laughs> if you pitched it to Sony, they'd probably think it was a new IP, so give it a crack. Yeah. So, Adam. Hello. If you have a chat with your dad and you say, Dad, do can you make a Returnal 2 or do you want House Mark to make a new IP? New IP. New IP. 100%. I love Returnal. Or Resogun 2. And, oh, don't you do me dirty like that. Nah, I'd I'd still, I'd want new IP any day of the week. I love Returnal and I don't think it's lightning in a bottle. I think they could return to that and make something excellent. 
but I'd prefer them to just move on to something new, leave that as a standalone single experience Mm. and try to move on to another genre and take it from an indie darling to a triple A. Cause I think they've, they've done that with the, the roguelike. So I'd like to see them try it with something else. So no, new IP. Yep. 100%. Do you think, make a souls like, do you think that <laughs> not enough games are one and done? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. I like the order. I was going to say that. <laughs> don't don't because you'd have a, a sequel to the order tomorrow if Black it were Brother up to you. Like. Okay, okay. I, like Bloodborne. I had this um Maybe this chat with, can make it. Yeah, go on. I had this chat with someone the other day about um like long running TV shows. Like I'd prefer there to be three excellent seasons of something that stays consistently great and has a definitive beginning, middle and end, rather than have fucking supernatural that goes on for fifteen seasons and is shit by like season six so i prefer there to be yeah sure that's exactly what i'm talking about that's the polish one with all the subtitles yeah it's actually german but you know fuck i had a crack but no i i much prefer something to be excellent for a fleeting amount of time than to just keep going on and on and on until it it gets driven into the ground What, what was the show you mentioned zach dark oh yeah perfect three seasons yeah See, I like good things. You know what show has been perfect the entire time? <laughs> the Walking Dead. Perfect. Oh, I was thinking The Walking Dead when we we're having this that, conversation. Yeah. One good season followed by... Yeah. Followed yeah. Years. See, I think... I'm trying to think. I think I liked the first three. The fourth, yeah. I was like... Uh, what season's the start of Negan? That's four, isn't it? Five. Four, five? Oh, fucking hell, is that five? Yeah, right. I is think the, it was four. He might have... Yeah, definitely. He's definitely like a, a main member of the cast by five. Right. Okay. Yeah. So maybe it was four. I started to lose lose interest a bit with that one. It just went downhill so quickly. Yeah. Comics are good. Recommend the graphic Comics novels. Are good. But I don't have the patience for the for all the nonsense in the show. Mm. Everyone's a philosopher in that series. You're in the apocalypse. You're not a philosopher. You're a survivor. Shut the fuck up. Get to killing. Mm. Amen. Agreed. Agree on that. Um, I had a question, but I forgot what it was because we spoke about. I had an answer, and I forgot what it was. What was but we were talking. So, so we were obviously just talking about um, your one and done. Oh yes, yes. Uh, that reminded me of another PlayStation thing, which I just forgot. Uh, PlayStation TV shows. That was one thing I was going to mention later, but that wasn't it. So maybe talk about the PlayStation TV shows while I look for this. Go on, Jordan. You brought it up, mate. Uh, I don't know much. Uh, I think they're doing, what, God of War and Horizon or something? Yeah, they're both on on Amazon, aren't they? Or they're all on Amazon or something? No. No, they're split. Split. They are split? Okay. No, sorry. Yeah, so which ones are Amazon? It's Gran Turismo and... Just mm. Hang on, I could just bring it up. I'll uh, I'll, I'll Google it. Like you've, I think God of God of War's Netflix, I believe. Yeah, right. Uh, is it is that the one with Jason Mimosa's in it? Jamosa no, Mimosa. Jason Schreier. <laughs> Jason Mimosa. <laughs> 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 like that picture that went fucking <laughs> absolutely wild. <laughs> Killed our Facebook almost. <laughs> yeah. um, still paying for that. Fucking Philippines' biggest fans of. <laughs> 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 
Shout out from the Philippines. Oh, big fans. Big listens. Huge, huge support. It's actually, they, they play this across the the national announcement system every week. <laughs> Do you think it's the Democratic Republic of Korea? <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no. So, all right. I, I want to... Do I want to ask that question? No, fuck it. What do you think the Gran Turismo TV show is going to be about? What are you expecting? Uh, cars. Good one. Nice. But uh, I can... How's it going to be a show? Like, like, what are we expecting? Because I okay. think the games if, are really... If they, if they did, right. uh, 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 like, if they pasted it and structured it like a like speed racer, that'd be great. Just like <laughs> completely took the mickey. It's about Nathan's a man. Race. It's about Nathan's a man race. called Gran Turismo. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> it's about no fucking. Who's played no, Chris Mode Seven here? Yeah. Like, it's set in the cafe. Oh, I was gonna say that. It should <laughs> be about, about going to the cafe and having a chat with that fucking Martin guy. I don't know his name is Martin, but it's like just showing you pictures of cars. It's like, hey, shit, Martin. What? I think you're onto something there, Zach. In a way, because if you look at Gran Turismo 7, I actually think that could be the DNA that a show could be adapted from. Um, not in terms of the club, but but serious answer, right? So uh, they could make it almost like a, a documentary, a, a, a tale through time of this is the history of, and you could have a season maybe around a, a car manufacturer or episodes that you know might be an hour-long format around a particular car manufacturer in a particular period and talking about you know, the impacts of that on a certain culture and cult- country of manufacturing. Um, it doesn't have to be boring. It can be quite stylized. Sounds and um, shit, to be honest. Yeah, well, <laughs> I thought it was quite guy. appealing. I, I thought it was quite appealing the way that they sort of introduce you to, you know, the history of different vehicles and motor racing and things like that in, in the game. And I don't see how that couldn't translate well to a, to a series. Maybe it'll no, be, I mean, it's you. certainly going to get your dads on board. Maybe it'll be Grid Legends. That Ooh. I was I was saving. I had that one in the barrel. I want it to be full campy grid legends. Get around it, but no, I I'm with you, Nathan. I I've said on the podcast before that playing GT Seven has made me more interested in cars than any other game or form of media prior because they just have the the devs have just a ridiculous passion for for motorsports. So I think if they are going to do it in like a a documentary style, I don't know. It could be interesting enough for a watch even if you're not into cars who knows i think if it has the quality of storytelling that gt7 has where you yeah. you can just be a layman you don't need to be into motorsports but we're gonna give you an enticing little history yeah i'm with you right and they're gonna do the same thing for god of war exactly the same thing but with yep, greek yep. and norse that, mythology it's, 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 i thought gonna say like <laughs> god of war is literally just kratos driving a car <laughs> what a crossover okay. All right, the last thing I wanted to bring up on the financial thingy was, uh, let me go back to it. The And this like, it surprised me, but I probably shouldn't have surprised me, is that uh, 80% of sales on the uh, in terms of games is digital now. And only 20% of physical um, from what I can see here. So Tell that to my shelf behind me. Yeah, and I will. I, I wonder if part of that has to do with uh, just the pandemic and everything. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I mean, who's going out shopping for physical copies? Well, Australians. 
Surely. We must be a, uh, one of the higher physical nations. Oh, for, for sure. But that's because our internet's junk. Mm. It's just, yeah, just like that. I was not expecting that, uh, you know, difference between the two. Anyway, um, <clears throat> that's pretty much all for news, I think, this week. Uh, unless there's anybody else with anything that we've missed. No, that's about it, I think. Cool, cool. Um, all right. Uh, let's go to the off topics for the week. Actually, sorry, before we do, a uh, couple of quick shout-outs. One to Ash, who did a review for The Cleaner. Uh, didn't love it. Did not love it. Uh, I heard all about this for a couple of weeks. Uh, so The Cleaner, his little summary here is with a little more polish and player driven feedback the cleaner could well emulate a proper first person john wick experience however currently it feels uh feels a little more like a frustration emulator designed to inspire rage quits four out of ten get fucked um so there you go four out of ten that's That's not an 8.5 no mustn't have paid us enough for that review the other shout out is to me. There's a little article I've got up. Um, so over the past couple of months, you know, I've been using the Huawei GT3 watch. It's just just my little a little story about that. Uh, basically, trying to motivate you all to get off the couch, go get fit, and get jacked. Fuck yeah. Fair enough. Um, and I thought there was one more, but maybe there's not. Oh no, yes. Uh, Mark put up his review for Dolman. Uh, which he gave a six and says, it's just disappointing that a lack of polish and modern sensibilities hinder the product at all turns, leaving what could have been a chunky and ambitious slice of indie action horror down a path of forgotten and overshadowed. So that review is also online. All right. Off topics this week. I think we've got a, we've got a little bit to talk about, I think, in off topics. So, uh, who wants to kick us off? Love, I'll death, and robots. No, fuck Morbius. I'm sick of hearing about Morbius. Morb out of here, mate. Guys, let's Morb. You know what? That's fuck. honestly the worst thing about having access to the well-played Slack at the moment. It's just like every time I refresh it, I just see this Morbius oh, shit. Up it's more Morbius. Yeah, it's fucking hell. It's fucking worse. It's, it's so good. What are you talking about? It's probably the best movie ever made. I didn't think it was Don't. that bad. Don't, don't, please. Is this the hill you want to die on? No, I I didn't think it was good. But I didn't think it was that bad. To to quote you when you first watch it, you go, it's a movie. Yeah, that's fair. That that sounds like a quote. See, see, that's (laughs) funny because outside of maybe 15 minutes of mildly entertaining action sequences, it didn't feel like a movie to me. It kind of felt like (laughs) maybe an episode from a prestige television series from 10, 15 years ago. Like the the heavy green color grading, mm. what do you um, think? Of Jared sh- Leto's utter lack of charisma. Like he oh. just stares the entire film. He's got one facial expression from start to finish, other than when he morbs. Did, what, what, uh. did you notice the? Sorry, did you find that the extremely fast action scenes were you couldn't really see what what was going on? Yeah, that was well. You, you were correct, um, but yeah, particularly early on. You know what I'm talking about, yep. like on that boat. So. There is an issue this film has with violence, and it's very odd because it's a film that is trying to be quite brutal in its execution of action, but yet 
with all the slicing and supposedly blood draining, I remember very early on in the film, there's this heavy body count. And then some, you know, some coppers turn up and go, oh dear, you know, there's all these bodies lying around. And someone has the goal to go, where's all the blood? And this other person goes, it looks like they've been sucked dry. And I'm thinking, during the action sequence, he's like slicing necks. He's not stopping to give them a little suckle. He's cutting people left, right and centre. There should be geysers everywhere. But apparently, you know, he's also very good at his janitorial duties and he cleaned up afterwards. It's an absurd film if you pay attention to the details. So you definitely need to switch off what's, to enjoy it. What, what's, um, that, what's that game? Viscera cleanup detail or whatever? It's, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Viscera cleanup detail, Jared Leto. I think the highlight of the film for me was, and it's a bit, also a bit of a shame, was Matt Smith's villain. I don't know how you felt about that, but he, he had the charisma that the mm. film needed. But he's also relegated to... It's like a, a you know sort sort of parts of the second half of the film. He doesn't have much to play in the first half. And there were parts of that, yeah. Like, did I miss something? So why was he so loaded? Because he morbed. Loaded. Explain to me what you mean by that. Money. Oh yeah, uh, no idea. There yeah. are so many details <laughs> in that film that make no sense whatsoever he's at like, all. He's. Uh, I don't want to say. Is he dis- not- is he disabled? No, he's got a disease, a blood disease yeah. or, or but something. Then, so, but none of this is re- so, really yeah, detailed. Then he's in this. It's all vague. This hospital for super disease pe- like people, and then in all- Greece, it's in Greece, yeah. mind you. So yeah. they never explain how the, everyone from that hospital the, ended up in New York City together. With a British doctor, just so uh, you know. Um, mm. but then all of a sudden, you know, twenty years later, he's fucking rich as fuck, like funding yeah, all this some, research. Like, penthouse apartment and. Anyway, yeah. not a bad film, actually. <laughs> I think I disliked it a little bit more than you, but um, I think higher expectations and... Um, it's probably you know, a I've seen four and a half. Yeah, me. so I'd, I'd, yeah, look, I'd probably happily land on that. Um, it's And I was saying to Adam earlier, it's the first Venom film. It's just a retread of that. So Sony seemed to have this formula and I don't know that I love it. So there, I'm sure there'll be a sequel and... I don't know what they're going to do with Jared Leto. They need to give him some, you know, acting drugs, get him to smile or something. <laughs> what know. they need to do is do a crossover between DC and Marvel, so the Joker and Morbius, and call it the Letoverse. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't like they, that. They, <laughs> do you reckon that this film would have been better if they just went, fuck it, we're going to make this a an adult film? Not, oh, not, absolutely. Not like a porno, but like... Um, it definitely yeah. would have been better foots, if it was a porno. It pussyfoots around its darkest theme so much. Like, it's trying to appease an adult audience, mm. but it's not willing to actually go into any, you know, yeah. any adult territory. Because it's PG in America, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. And I think you see there's... I think there's a, maybe a grand total of one scene in the entire film where you see blood, and that's in the subway about halfway through and some... I wonder um, when um, the Morbius Brazzers parody is going to turn up. So. Ooh, I like that. Morbius. Yeah, okay. It'd be like what? What would be Morbius or something like? What? Morbius. Morbius. Naturally. Surely, big old Jason gets a call up. Okay, I'm glad I said that. <laughs> Sorry, was that a porn reference? <laughs> you, you guys wouldn't all know this, but uh, back in the early days of World Player, back when it was called uh, no, Game no, Bro, no, 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 no. We are okay, not I'll going do- down. We're not going down that path. <laughs> <laughs> At least not on podcast. Um, oh no! Uh, all right, cool. Yeah. So you, you've seen Morbius. Nice. Who? Let's 
kick off with the the good stuff first. Who's watched Stranger Things? Second episode. Cool. Like like the first season or? Oh, sorry. Nah. The, <laughs> the new season. I assumed. Uh, you, you but, but to answer Dylan's question about the first season, no. <laughs> yeah, neither. So no, I, don't know, I, I, I thought uh, everyone here would have been all over it. I, I haven't started the the most recent season. I've seen seasons one through three, but I haven't gotten around the the new season just yet. I think I'm three or four episodes in. I can't remember now. They're long episodes, aren't they? Yeah, so, you've say, watched, so, you've so you've watched four, four movies. Like hours. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Long, yeah, exactly. Yeah. What do you think, Nathan, so far? Have you only seen, what, two? Um, so April and I have this theory that this, the best parts of a Stranger Things se- season is its first couple of episodes because... That's when the show just gets it's most interesting with its editing and its dynamic between the kid characters and I I don't know that's what I'm most into I find that it falls into a kind of predictable pattern after that when they sort of introduce their upside down villain and it just all gets a bit muddy and messy so like for the first couple of episodes we're having an absolute ripper of a time and we're expecting that we probably won't enjoy it as much as it continues okay cool all right we'll uh, chat more about that when people watch more of it uh hint hint there was something else I was going to ask, but... Oh, yeah, so there's another show on Stan. I don't know if anyone's seen it, or does anyone here have Stan? I think, Nathan, you've got Stan, yeah? I think I know what you're going to say, but is it from? Yeah, it is from. It looks... <laughs> yeah. It looks really cool. Uh, I'm keen, it does. I'm keen to watch that uh, after Stranger Things. Yeah, me too. And there's another one that's starting as well. I think it's also on Stan. Or might be on Netflix. Uh, Fuck, I put it on my watch list last night, so... Billy Zane's The Phantom, the series. No, but speaking of Billy, I started watching Billy the Kid. Mm. Didn't rate it. Yeah, the trailer didn't tickle yeah, me. Yeah, kind of a bit bummed. All right, so I know why you're all here. <clears throat> I know yes. why everyone's sticking around have on, the, movie uh, too. on the auto recording. No, yes, we've moved on. What do you um, mean? No, tell us yours first, then. All right. Has anybody seen Chip and Dale yet? Rescue Rangers. Yeah, we discussed this one last yeah. week. What a romp. What yeah, a romp. It was a romp. fun time. It was a fun time. Yeah. I, I, was, I was saying last week that I felt like it was made for, you know, those sort of a, a peak, oh, not peak, but as a millennial, like all of its reference and meta humor is very millennial, which yeah. is both my positive and my negative. So I loved it, but yep. um, other generations, maybe not so. Yeah. I feel like for someone like myself who doesn't, duck into movies too often i had a lot of fun with it so just wanted to give that a shout out i totally agree thanks definitely watchable appreciate the shout outs there for for that mate um so i'm just looking quickly on so maybe it's not maybe it's not coming to stand then anyway i tried to find out what the other show was all right so 90s movies of the week. I'm going to do two this week. Uh, Double feature. Well, I have a reason for the two. We're going to honour big old Ray Liotta. Yes. Oh, oh, I watched The Many Saints of Newark this week as well, and he played two roles in that. I think it might have been one of his last films. A uh, good actor. I've always uh, always did, uh, did rate him. So the film we're going to mm. talk about with Big Ray in it is... Uh, Copland. Has anyone seen that? Never heard of it. It's got big Sylvester Stallone. It's got Robert De Niro, um, Harvey Keitel. Norman. Keitel. 
Um, and there's a couple other other people in there. But uh, good film. Good film. So Cop land. So it's like, um, I can't remember if it's set in New York or something like that. But basically it's about like a, yeah. So it's set in New York, I think here. I'm just reading the, the plot. So <clears throat> this is reading from Wikipedia. The town of Garrison, New Jersey is home to a cadre of policemen from the, uh, the NYPD's 37th Precinct. Uh, blah, 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 blah. So a bunch of people. Uh, exploiting a loophole in the in department reg- regulations allowing them to live outside the city by being designated auxiliary transit cops. Uh, Donlan, who is, I can't remember who that is, but yeah, and his friends are effectively un- untouchable by the New York uh, NYPD's Internal Affairs Division and are further protected by Sheriff Freddie Heflin, which is Sylvester Stallone. So basically, uh, big Sylvester starts sniffing. And uh, he sniffs some dirty cops, and yeah, that's pretty much what it's uh, what's about. I love a good sniff. Um, this is directed by James Mangold, so that's got me interested. That's the dude that did uh, Logan and Ford v Ferrari. Mm. It's actually uh, it's pretty de- decent film. What's it? Does it have a Rotten Tomatoes score? Fuck. It does. It's like seventy six oh, or something, right. which is you know, yeah. you know, it's worth a while. Mm. Yeah, seventy six. All right, you got me this time. This is one that uh, I feel like I should have seen but haven't. All right, so the second um, film <laughs> is a film called Future Sport. That sounds great already. It's got Dean Kane, which is my reference to Super Film or something like that, or it's going to be a Super um, nomination last week. I can't remember what, what I said, but... In reference to big old Dino doing, uh, was it made for television sports film? Ooh, I'm uh, excited already. With uh, Vanessa Williams and Wesley Snipes is in it, so I'm trying to find the uh, here we are. In 2025, future sport is the organised sport of the planet, but someone else is getting organised, and their game is war. All right, pretty good storyline right there. This is something else. <laughs> this you is worth a Google. With- you had uh, me with the first one, and you've got look, me with the second one for different reasons. This one is... I've not seen this film in a very, very long time. Um, look, I'm pretty sure it's not... I don't even know how you would track it down. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's on YouTube. I've just... I've it. Oh, really? So, no, no, no. Instead of getting the trailer, when I Guess had a look on YouTube, the first thing is full movie, Future Sport, 1998. <laughs> so wow. if we're keen, post-potty, that's uh, that's the rest of the night sorted for us, boys. Fuck Nicely yeah. done. Fuck yeah. So it's got, uh, yeah, so it's got Dean Kane, Vanessa Williams, Wilson Snipes, uh, and then also my man, GR, GR, JR Bourne, absolute beast of an actor. Uh, loved him in the other films he's been in. Uh, such as absolutely loved. Never heard of anything else he's done, but he's a good actor. Love though. that movie. Um, oh, it's got uh, uh, the I cannot pronounce her name. Em- Emmanuel. That M. Em- Emmanuel. Manuel. Yeah. Yeah. Sh- 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 uh She was in Entourage. Uh, yeah, that's going back a while. Uh, as Sloan. So there you go. So you know it's a good film um, when you get actors from Entourage. Um. <laughs> that means nothing. 
It's, yeah. <laughs> All right, so that's my two films of 90s films of the week. Uh, next week, we'll go back yeah, to the right. one. But uh, let's see what old Benny Smith thinks about those. I'm, I'm, I'm two for two in uh, Benny's books. I think Copland might be a winner. Yeah, I, I could get I could get around that. I reckon. I think I actually have Copland on Blu-ray because I'm um, like that. It's just uh, so. So look, quick quick question before we move on from Copland: Are you of the understanding that Stallone is the leading man in that film? Because that appears to be the impression I'm getting. Yes, he is the main character. He's the main. That is so weird. Considering you got a cast with like De Niro and that, but you give the lead role to Stallone. Anyway, he's actually pretty good. I'm at only it. more intrigued. Um, yeah, Ray's good at it. Though. I think Ray is very good at it. You know what else I love, Ray? And let's have a little Ray reminiscent. A reminiscent, if That's you will. It. Can we call it Ray Remembrance Day? Oh, Ooh, well, everybody does good. love Ray. Man. No, nah, that one didn't really work right. as well. You, you, you fucked it. <laughs> yeah, just let me have it. Um, identity. I thought he was really good in Identity. Or we can just call it. Or we can just call it Ray Day if you want. That's it, mate. Also good. I haven't seen Identity. Sorry, mate. I can't help you on that one. Do you guys even watch films? I'm willing to no. bet I haven't seen a single Usually film. Usually, watch all ones. You've never seen Identity. <laughs> John Cusack, my man, love him. Really? Oh, yeah, you're not helping your case here, mate. You're not found a big JC. Which JC? Really. Old oh, mate wow. JC, like Jesus Christ. I or? See, I don't, I don't <laughs> just like him. I'm just yeah. All right, next week. This leaves me a bit lukewarm. All right, next week I'm going to do a JC film for '90s film of the week. Passion of the Christ. Well, the Passion of Christ. Wasn't that, um, but before you before old, you move on from Ray, but you know, Goodfellas is still worth as much of a shout as everyone's been giving it. Yeah, of course. Classic, classic indeed. All right, anything else we want to share for off topics? Oh, Adam definitely does. He's busting. Desperately want to talk about Love, Death, and Robots Volume Three, but I think the only person who actually has seen it is Nathan because I gave him shit about it last week. So yeah, yeah. under. Under threat of getting berated it again. It's the, the animated anthology from Netflix. It's like the, the short stories. Week? No. Yeah, very briefly in Off Topics we did. Don't remember. But yeah, Nathan, what did you think mm. stacking up against the other two volumes that we've had? Honestly, I think it might have been perhaps one of my favourites because yeah. I don't think... Like, I think... I, like. Normally, it's pretty easy to pick out the stinkers in a season, and there is always stinkers. But fortunately, with this series, a stink like an episode that you don't like is only going to be ten minutes of your life, so you're not that cut up about it. Yeah, I think the only one I really didn't jive with, and it's a it's an issue I have across the series, is the and I can't name any of them, so just without spoiling it, it's, it's I, no, it's Swarm, it's Swarm. Yes, which yep. was um about some uh, aliens of a hive mind and humans trying to engineer them to become yep. slaves or workers, however you want to call it. The issue I have here is the issue I have throughout the series. It's that there's the moment it gets past its denouement or the moment it gets just past its second act, it, you know, there's the big twist and things are getting dramatic. It just kind of ends. Like yep. you don't get any resolution. It's, you know, this is an anthology series. You don't get a resolution. We're, we've got time constraints, but that's not true because love, death and robots is perfectly capable of handing out a, a pretty satisfying conclusion um, so that's the one I don't like. 
Yep. The rest of them were good. Do you have a favourite amongst this season? Or favourites? I have two favourites. One, because I've got the list up in front of me, is um, Bad Travelling, which is the one that was directed by David Fincher, which is the, the big crab on the ship. Ooh, isn't that one uncomfortable? Which yeah, is, it's it, very effective. It is. It's excellent. It's dark and it's very tense from the, like, as soon as it starts all the way until it's finished. Um, it wastes no time and it's so no. unsettling, man. I just and felt like brutal. a bit queasy. Yeah, mm. it's, it's really, it's uncomfortable. Um, and the other one that I really enjoyed was Jabaro, which is the one that it closes the volume off with so with the the siren like woman all in gold yeah um, that's I another that uncomfortable one <laughs> very uncomfortable but very different in like how it's shot i suppose animated however you want to say it mm-hmm. it's very erratic and it mm-hmm. it plays into it it's it's themes really well but i agree i think in in total it's it's far stronger than volume two which i didn't really grasp on to many of the the little short stories in volume two um there are still a few from volume one that i prefer over most of these but there were also 18 different stories in volume one so there's a lot more to choose from but very very tight i I, yeah i thought it was fantastic very very keen to get more i reckon with this series i I could be mistaken here but you could probably knock over say volume three in about an hour with, with a bit of time to spare perhaps Yep. Um, but yeah, I agree that the last episode has a, a really interesting and unique approach to diegetic and non-diegetic sound. Mm-hmm. Uh, the main character being uh, someone who is deaf and the way it plays on that with the villain as a siren, you know, someone that has to use sound to uh, lure her victims to death. Really, really unusual. And I think that was a standout for me as well. Yep. Brilliant yeah, stuff. Fantastic. Then and there's the little stop motion zombie story. Oh, I had, I was that, just that about was to like say that, three yeah. minutes or something, and it's absolutely full of glee. So, yeah, if you haven't watched Love, Death, or Robots season three, you, you'd be wasting no time to give it a razz in just an hour. You know. Yep. It's great for just kind of an afternoon or a night where you you can't decide what you want to watch. These are great little ones just to knock out. So, hundred percent would recommend Volume Three. It's an absolute not banger. for the weak stomach though, perhaps. No, I probably don't watch it with <laughs> while you're you're eating. I, I wouldn't say because it, it starts you off with something kind of nice with three robots and then kicks straight into bad traveling, which is guts and crustaceans. So, yeah. Bit rough. Yeah, crustaceans. Yummy. Nice. Uh, so, crustaceans. <clears throat> just quickly before we wrap up, I had a quick look on Netflix and the show that I was thinking of, the, the other new one, is Black Summer. If you want to check. The, oh, that's the, um, the, the spin off of Z Nation. Oh, is it? It is. Oh. And so has anyone here seen Z Nation? It's the silliest. So it came out around the time of The Walking Dead and it's the complete oh, opposite no, of The Walking Dead. I've it's seen, super B-grade. I've seen one episode. It yeah, it's super good. mega cheesy, uh, very, very B-grade and low budget. It's supposed to be. And then you've got Black Summer, which is a prequel, which is actually very kind of high concept and really well filmed. Mm sort of set just at the start of the zombie apocalypse. Right, yeah. I like Black Summer, but I've only seen the first season, so I'm a bit Oh, really? Behind. Is this a new season? Yeah, if, I, if I'm thinking of the right show, Black, Sum- Black Summer's like a zombie apocalypse, right? Yeah, but this is... Oh, maybe you're right. So... There's a couple... I know there's at least two seasons. They might have bought yeah. out a third. So maybe the new season's coming then. Hmm. 
it's it's good. It's like it's got a, it's really good production. It's just bizarre that it's set in the same universe as Z Nation, which as that series goes on, it just gets wackier and wackier. It's, yeah, I but think, it's it's supposed to be absurd. Yeah, maybe I'm not even. Let's just double check. Is that even the right show? What's going? On? What's going on here? Yeah, that's yeah, that's definitely the right show. Hmm. But still a good call. Cool. All right, uh, I look look forward to checking that out. Uh, all right, then we should wrap it up. Call it. Let's do it. All right, thank you for paying attention this whole way through. If you've made it here, shout out to Ben and Buddy. I know they're definitely here. Uh, enjoy your first of June, and you can check out all the content on www.well-play.com.au. Check out Dylan's review and other stuff if it's up there. I don't know, but uh, maybe just Google it, like I said before. But <laughs> disregard go. the link. Just Google it. And you'll find us eventually. Copland, um, and future sport. Future sport, free on YouTube apparently. The only way to watch it in 2022. That's it. Take care, enjoy, and we will see you next week. Hey, stay warm. Bye bye. Bye. Bye now.